ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما ما بعد فان استقى الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار اللهم صل وسلم وزد وبارك على خير خلقك محمد وعلى اله واصحابه اجمعين اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته now there is a saying in arabic and um those who know what i this, i'm quoting a, a saying and who knows to explain it raise your hands i want to try to make it as interactive as possible i know you are tired who prayed all 20 rakats today who prayed eight majority right and you are all, who is tired so one big thing that i'm doing here is making you more tired <laughs> who is bored So this talk will make you extremely bored. <laughs> yeah, you will see that. Okay. In Arabic it says faqidu shay'i la yu'tihi. Faqidu shay'i la yu'tihi. Who can explain that? Interaction. Zakaria. Faqidu shay'i la yu'tihi. No Arab, you always helped in this case. Just let, let me give chance to someone else. فاقد شيء لا يعطيه simple okay brother you name i forgot your name i'm old man my memory is so messed up huh anas. brother anas yes فاقد شيء لا يعطيه you can't give something you don't have exactly someone who lacks something cannot give it so what does that have to do with this topic and myself Ah huh? good job Adam say it loud Exactly they put me here and I don't have it what should I give now Wallahi this like brother Omar said taqwa is a extremely heavy topic and I don't have um, a, a, an Adam size of taqwa how can I give it how can I and share that the, the even the meaning at taqwa is a very heavy topic second question yesterday who attended yesterday's halaqa what was the topic hi okay what was the topic yesterday iman now what is the relationship between iman and taqwa how, how do they connect how do they link what is the relationship between iman and taqwa simple It's okay. No, uh, no answer is wrong. Yes. Okay. Zakaria says taqwa is the foundation of iman. 
Any different answer? Yes. To be conscious of Allah. But what is the relationship between Iman and Taqwa? Yeah, have Iman first and then Taqwa. So Taqwa means what? Taqwa is a quality. Taqwa, an improved quality of Iman is Taqwa. Simple, one, one way to look at it. The improved, higher level of Iman, the quality Iman, a quality Iman is called a Taqwa. And is Taqwa one level, flat, that everybody has the same level of Taqwa? Just like Iman goes up and down, right? The Taqwa is also not one flat level. So that's point number three. What ayat did I recite in the beginning, in the khutbah, when I started? And you, you hear that in Jum'ah khutbahs, other lectures and, uh, you know, talks and classes, the imams, the teachers start with three main ayat. Who remembers these three ayat? I just recited them. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu taqullaha haqqa tuqatihi wa la tamutunna illa wa muslimun. What is the main, the common theme, the common topic between these three ayahs? that you always hear the teachers and imams starting their talks with? Talha? Taqwa. That's the main topic. And this is the khutbah of Haja, the khutbah of the Prophet wasallam. Don't be shy to saying that. With love out of your heart, connected to what you are saying. wasallam. That he, this was his habit, his sunnah, to start all his talks with these three main ayat. And the common theme of the three ayat is a taqwa. Now that indicates something. Why, why would the Prophet always start all his talks and khutbahs uh, uh, with, with uh, these three ayat? Just say something, Ali. To tell us taqwa is the real deal. That's the real thing. After having iman, we should always try to improve our, the quality of iman to, to, to uh, go higher and higher and higher and to raise up, rise up in the level and in the ladder of taqwa. That's the, sec the third point. So the first point was what? You won't sleep. Faqidu. That someone who is speaking and he doesn't have something. So you have put up with me before in many, a few other lectures, inshallah, other occasions. Inshallah, this will be uh, no different. Second, we said Iman and Taqwa, the relationship is? Taqwa is a quality of Iman, higher quality. And the higher, the better, the stronger, the more one goes into his Iman, his Taqwa levels increases. And the third, I said, the Prophet ﷺ would always start his, his uh, khutbahs, his talks with three ayahs. The main and the, the common theme in three ayahs was Taqwa. So what is Taqwa? Linguistically, in Arabic language, what does it mean? It comes from a root. It comes from, from 
In Arabic language, by the way, when you want to know the meaning of something deep, the real, actual, go into the deep meaning, you go to the roots of that verse. And then look at all the other uh, versions or derivatives of that word. So at-taqwa means what? It comes from what? It comes from waqa. Waqa yaqi. It means to shield, to protect yourself. To, to protect anything from a harm. That's the linguistic meaning. When you put a, put a shield, you, a protection, to protect something from a harm, this is called taqwa. So what do we mean when we say taqwa means shielding, protecting yourself? So when, when it comes to Islam, Iman, our deen, our practices, what does that mean? When we say having taqwa, people of taqwa, uh, you know, improving in our taqwa. Huh? How, how, how that linguistic meaning relates to the application, yes? Excellent. Protecting yourself, shielding yourself from disobeying, from acting, from committing any sinful act. So this is one simple meaning. Now, Ali who was asked about taqwa, and he gave a very comprehensive, a very excellent, a very eloquent uh, explanation and definition of taqwa. Who can remember? Who remembers? Don't Google it. Oh, I have one hand over there, just one. Who else knows how Ali defined taqwa? One, two. Who else? You should tell me in Arabic. Huh? That's good too. Good enough. Anyone else? And then there is another definition by, Ali, by Abu Huraira. He was asked about taqwa. So think about this. Okay, um, that brother raised his hands first. Do you, can you say it? Okay, say it. Yes, that's, that's uh, basically, uh, he's paraphrasing what Abu Huraira Tanan said. But let's go to uh, uh, the definition that Ali Tanan gave, yes. Stand up, stand up. It's okay, it's okay. It's okay, one day you will be sitting here, so. Stand up, stand up, it's okay, stand up. Al Khawfu min al Jalil. Al Khawfu min al Jalil. Wal Amalu bil Tanzil. Wal Rabb al Qadil. Wal Istiadadu. Wal Istiadadu. Liyom al Rahil. Liyom al Rahil. Yeah, such like I said, such a comprehensive, a very eloquent, shamil and kamil definition. Ali Rasulullah who says al Taqwa, the Taqwa is al Khawfu min al Jalil, having fear from the majestic. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, al-jalil, Allah's sifa, the, the majesty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, having fear of Allah. What type of fear? Like you, like you are afraid of fire, you are afraid of snakes, you are afraid of many things. Fear of disobeying. Fear of disobedience. Fear with love, fear with awe, fear with jalal. That, uh, you know, you have fear of many things, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's fear of khashya, 
is different. Al-khawfu min al-jalil. That's the first part. Having fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And plus, feeling the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in your life 24-7. Whether you are alone or in public, in school, in college, in, at work, in masjid, you are always, always, you know, realize, you believe, you feel the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Al-khawfu min al-jalil. Not like you are here among the uh, like-minded and li practicing together, sitting together, praying together, uh, learning together, and you have a very, very good consciousness and, uh, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You are fully aware of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You are not saying a word. You don't utter anything that displeases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But when you are alone, or you are in a different bunch of people, with, 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 when you are at work or college, then you all together forget. No. Al-Khawfu min al-Jalil, you have fear and you feel the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at all times. The second part was Al-Khawfu min al-Jalil, wal-amalu bil-Tanzil. And the definition, uh, we will go uh, on these technical definitions very quick, but then we'll go into some ayat that teach us uh, some aspects, applicable and uh, uh, practical aspects of, uh, of taqwa. Wal-amalu bil-Tanzil. The second part of a taqwa he defines is that amal bit tanzil. What does this mean? Al amal bit tanzil. Putting the Quran into practice. That is the simple meaning. A tanzil, the Quran, the revelation. Al amal bit tanzil, putting Quran into action. And that includes all do's and don'ts and all the awamir and nawahi. The Allah, uh, you know, al um, amalu. Practicing with the orders, commands of Allah and protecting yourself, shielding yourself, staying away and abstaining from what? Disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that is the second part. Part number one of the definition, al-khawfu min al-jalil. Remember this. In, in today's class, in today's halaqa, uh, uh, if you cannot remember anything but these, this definition of Ali which has only short, four short statements, you have done a lot. Al-Khawfu min al-Jalil, having fear of Allah Rabbul Alameen, the Majestic. Number two, Wal-Amalu bit-Tanzil, putting the Tanzil, the revelation, the Quran into practice. Wal-Ridha bil-Qalil, what does that mean? Come on. Being satisfied with whatever Allah has given you. Having satisfaction with what Allah has granted you, even if that is little. Even if you think that's little. What Allah has given you is much more than what we can think. Our, our iman, the guidance, the family, the faculties, the, the, the fact that we can function, we can walk, we can talk, we can think. You know, every single uh, uh, faculty in our life is a treasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. and being satisfied, being happy, having rida, being pleased with what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted us. Not com always complaining. Not having a lot of wants and desires and running after dunya like there is nothing but this dunya. And wanting more and more and more. And the last part was, which is in the, 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 one of the most 
it connects the first to the last. Wal istadadu liyomir rahil al khawfu min al jalil having fear of Allah. Hasib, what was the second one? Wal amalu bil tanzil acting upon what is been revealed. Number three, wal rida bil qalil. Sat being satisfied with what Allah has provided us even if that seems to be little. And number four, Mustafa, وَالْإِسْتِعْدَادُ لِيَوْمِ الرَّحِيمِ And getting ready for the day of departure. وَالْإِسْتِعْدَادُ Alif Sin Ta Ain Dal Alif Dal Wal Istadad. Listadad preparing, getting ready. Like you're traveling for Umrah, for Hajj, or for any other journey. Do you just go out in the, uh, into the airport and getting nothing? You're just embarking on a, on a journey without any prior preparation. No visa, no passport, no uh, hotel. Booking, no money, no, you're just jumping into. Do you do that? that? If that is a small example of our journeys, our, our travels in this dunya, how about our real true journey that no one will escape? Kullu nafsin, Every single one, will, one of us will go. And this dunya is temporary, nobody. Afa imitta, Abdullahi. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells the Prophet if you are going to die, are they going to stay? No one, no one is going to stay. So that day is inescapable. Who has in the world, who has ever claimed to be God of the people, of human beings? Many. And the most obvious example is Fir'aun. What did he say? He said, I am the greatest of gods. There are little gods that work under me. I'm the greatest of gods. Hmm. Finish it. Nobody is reciting Quran. You don't have to be hafid to remember some of these very key ayat, key words. I don't know of any other God for you besides me. And who was that? And see, he claimed to be what? Rab. He claimed to be Ilah in the second ayah. There is another ayah, he claimed to be Malik. Mulko, Anharu, Min Tahti. Am I not the owner of all that exists? in Egypt. And all this water, all the, the rivers and all the seas, I'm the, I'm, I'm the one who causes and runs all of that. But when the day came, what happened? Where was he drowned? How did he die? Huh? In the same water that he claimed to be causing and ca uh, running. The same exact water. Now even he could not escape the death. So uh, Ali says, Taqwa wal istiadadu liyomir rahil. Being ready for the day when we depart. 
Who knows their day of departure? Is it known to anyone? Does anyone ha can get any indication? Because you are sick, you will die. No? Because you were in an accident, you will die. No? Because you were in a war, you will die. We lived literally years and years of, of, of severe bombardment and war, active war. Russians came to Afghanistan for 10 years. And millions and millions of people, this is just an example, and there are many. But death is only determined and the day, the time, the manner, the place. Now, two, three weeks ago, one brother called me and he said, you remember you, you um, did the nikah of my sister uh, like two, two years back. And my sister just traveled to India with his, her husband, just to visit her husband's family. And the minute they got out of the airport in the taxi, they got accident and my brother-in-law died and my sister is in, in, uh, in coma. To take their death from here to India just to get out of the airport and die there. If they knew they will, they will, uh, the husband will die and the sister is almost close, uh, almost died, they would never have traveled there. No, nobody knows the time, the manner, the place where they will pa pass. And who knows that? The angel of death knows it, right? No? Only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even the angel of death does have an idea what time a person is, is de de uh, destined to die. So, that day unknown. In this dunya, we live with a visa. All of us, we live in a, a leased, leased house. Where whichever house you live in, it's, it's a leased house. Even if you own it, even if it is paid off, a mansion, you still lease it. Because the, the, the time will come when the landlord, Allah Rabbul Alameen, the real actual landlord will issue what? In order of eviction, get out. And Zakaria will say, but I'm not ready. I didn't prepare that house. My house is ruined. My house has no light. My house has no, what? The cover. It has no floor. It, it, it's roaring, it has no bed. It has, it's leaking, it's dark. And the angel said, but you built your house here while you knew this was a leased house. And you knew your house was there waiting for you to send a plumber there, to an electrician there every day, to do your carpet there, to do your ceiling there, and you never did it. What are we doing here in Ramadan? We're building that house, believe me. And keep this in mind. Don't ruin that house. Don't mess up with that house. When the angel comes and tells you Allah Rabbul Alameen is taking you to your real actual house, you will be going there happily. وَالْإِسْتِعْدَادُ uh, Repeat with me. وَالْإِسْتِعْدَادُ لِيَوْمِ الرَّحِيلِ Getting ready for the day of travel. Who is ready for that day? My two hands go down. I cannot. I'm not ready. Wallahi, nobody can claim to be ready for that day. How many, how many things, how much, how much baggage every single one of us has on our, our shoulders? Backbiting, cheating, stealing. Uh, you know, irresponsible act, acts and, and illicit relationships, haram relationships, boys and girls and 
all of this stuff, it is all on our shoulders. Wallahi, no one, no one will claim to be, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready to go. No one can do that. But we, what, what is supposed to be happening, what is required is what? Al-Isti'dad. This word is an amazing word. Al-Isti'dad, getting ready, trying your best, putting all you can. We are not perfect. We are not angels. We are not supposed to be angels. We can make mistakes. We can slip. But we should always try our best. So who can repeat for me the definition of Ali Radhanhu, of taqwa? I want to repeat this because I want you to leave this place with this definition. And always remember, it's super, super excellent definition. Al-Khawfu min al-Jalil wal-Amalu bil-Tanzil wal-Ridha bil-Qalil wal-Istidadu rahil It's like a poem, you know, rhyming words, right? So this is the definition. And our brother over there said, Abu Hurairah was asked about taqwa and he said, have you walked through a, a field, a thorny field, where how, I, he said, yes, then how did you act? He said, I tried my best, I, I collected myself not to uh, be touched and not to be harmed and to be, to be safe. And he said, that's taqwa. You are in a very, very thorny field in the life. There are all types of temptations, especially in this age and time, in your age. There is all types of temptations, there is all types of fitna, and you try your best to protect, to shield yourself. And a lot of time, believe it or not, you, we are not able to protect you, ourselves by our own. We should always, always, all, okay, this Sheikh, Ask his, his students that you are walking on a, path, on, a, uh, on a path and there is this shepherd and he has a very, very, uh, you know, uh, dangerous dog on the way. And there is no other way that you can take. You have to pass. So how would you uh, avoid that dog? How would you be safe from the dog? So one student says, I will throw stones at him. The other says, you know what, I will just take a stack, stick and try to, if he comes at me, I will hit him. The other said, I will run away, and things like that. And the Sheikh said, you know what, all of these are kind of good answers, but none of them guarantees you a safety. The best way is call the shepherd to keep the dog away, right? So what is that related to what I'm talking? Smart people think outside the box. Huh? Excellent. Come on, see this. I'm tired. Abdullahi, come on, come on, come on, hit up. Turn around and tell them. Uh, it's related to how we're asking Allah to protect us from doing bad deeds. So the dog is here, the dog represents who? Shaitan. You, we cannot depend on ourselves to repel shaitan and his fitness and his instigations and his whispers and his suggestions. We should always turn to whom? The owner of shaitan. And who is the owner? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We should always ask Allah, no matter where we are in our iman, wherever we are in our knowledge, how, however much we claim to be protected and knowledgeable and this and that, we should always, always ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, cry for Allah. In a few minutes, inshallah, we'll have uh, a tahajjud. Pray. 
cry inside your, your sujood. Allah, this is the best time, the best manner, the best way that you can be. What is the hadith that Rasulullah said? The, that the closest a person is to Allah is where? Who can tell that in Arabic? Aqrabu ma yakunu abdu min rabbihi wa huwa sajidun fa That's not the end of hadith. Fa fa akthiru min dua The closest a person can be to Allah, to his master is in where Talha? In sujood. So do what? Akthiru min dua What does that mean? Increase in your du'as. Make lots of du'as in your, in your sujood. And cry to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in your sujood. The closest you can be. You imagine your head is your, the best part of your body. The, the, the most the honorable part of your body is down on the earth. Only, on, only in obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is the place where he has promised you to answer. And don't haste your answer. Don't haste, don't say, why is my, my dua not answered? I keep asking, I keep begging, I keep calling, and I don't see any answers. No. Don't dictate it on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Leave it to Mawla. You know, this is how I say it. We are, what? Slaves. And Allah is Mawla. He is, what? The master. A slave can never dictate anything on his Master, and that is the real true relationship between Abd and Rab. Okay, did Quraysh believe in Allah in Makkah? Did they believe in Allah? Are you sure? But why were the Kufar then? Did Shaitan believe in Allah? Did he? Did he acknowledge that he was created by Allah? Which ayah says, Zishan, he said, you created me from fire and you created him from clay. He's talking to Allah in the, that highest level. But he was still made Iblis. He didn't say, I was created or I was made. He addressed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala directly. You created me from fire and you created him. He's acknowledging, he believes in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But there was one thing that was missing in Quraysh and in Shaitan. What was that? Accepting Allah as a Rabb. Being slave of that Rabb. Being the slave and the slave never dictates. The slave, the, the slave never chooses. Whatever the master gives, provides. Why, 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 what was I talking about, Adam? Old man lost. Huh? No, dua, dua, dua. Make dua. Wallahi, the power of dua. You will see it one way or the other, sooner or later, in a different manner, because that's a different topic, how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala answers dua, but definitely answers it. Finish the hadith. Nobody is helping me. Old man is left alone. Uh, yes, Abdullah. Get, come here. <laughs> you will never come here. Udu Allah wa antum muqinuna anas bil ijaba. Ask Allah while you are absolutely certain of the answer. 
Now that answer may come soon, later, or later. That may come in the manner you want it, or a different manner. That may come even completely the opposite of you wanted, but the decision is left to Mawla. You want a girl, and you try your best, and you are like the sisters want a, some, uh, to marry a person, and she, she makes dua, but it never happens. Or it takes time. Leave it to Allah. Mawla. That's the meaning of Mawla. You depend on Him. You know, lean on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then that lenient, uh, be, uh, you know, leaning on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should not be shakeable. Should not be, there should not be any doubt in your, uh, in Allah's answering your du'as. So ask, وَلِسْتِعْدَادُ لِيَوْمِ الرَّحِيلِ the, the reason why we are coming here, the reason we are spending time here, the reason we are listening, the reason we are pray, praying together is only and only keep in mind. Al-Isti'adadu Rahim. Now, who can tell me one thing that will help us for that isti'adad? Some basic things. I mean, fundamental. Most uh, that we can do not, and we cannot live without. Uh, that helps us with isti'adad liyomir rahil. Being ready, getting ready, preparing for the day of our journey. Huh? As-salah. What else? Quality salah. And what else? Dhikr. Remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And dhikr is what? Is it just some words? Mechanically saying without paying attention, without going down in, uh, and connecting to our hearts? Dhikr is something that you feel Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's presence and you are always whether you with your tongue, with your heart, with your acts, with your mind, every time, 24-7, you remember Allah. You are never ghafil. You are never heedless of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The sins happen only at the moment when we are ghafil, when we are heedless. The minute we are heedless. And that's why we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all the time to keep us from being heedless. Now this took me so long. The taqwa means to protect yourself, to remove something with something else. That's the linguistic meaning. And the taqwa has come into, uh, in the Quran about 258 times. Taqwa, how many times? In the Quran, I'm going to go a little more, um, uh, you know, academic here. 258 times, and that shows us something: the importance of taqwa, being aware, conscious, mindful of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, protecting and shielding yourself. Whether you are alone in your car and nobody is watching, and you are playing this crazy music that that blasts the whole car. But you say, no, taqwa of Allah in Ramadan. And I'm going to stop this just for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, and whether that's at home or at school or anywhere else, 258 times. And, and 182 times it came in the, in the form of a verb. This word alone, fattaqun nara, protect yourself, shield yourself, safeguard yourself 
from the fire, it, it has been mentioned in the Quran 182 times. And there are several other mentions of the same word in the Quran. Now, what does it mean? The several ayat are mentioned. I will now go into some ayat and learn about some of the ayat that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions uh, taqwa in. So in, one, uh, in. In some places, it is mentioned with the me, by the, to mean a tawheed and iman. Taqwa, to mean and indicate iman. That means Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prescribed for the believers the kalimat al-taqwa. And the kalimat al-taqwa here means what? La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. The kalimat al-tawheed, kalimat al-tawheed, the la ilaha illallah is kalimat of taqwa. That is what Allah has prescribed for the believers. Another meaning of taqwa in other places is al-ikhlas, sincerity to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ula'ika al-ladhina, surat al-hujarat, ula'ika al-ladhina amtahana allahu li-taqwa. يا أيها الذين آمنوا لا ترفعوا ولا تجهروا له كجهر بعضكم لبعض أن تحبط أعمالكم وأنتم إن الذين يغضون أصواتهم those who lower their voices in front of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم now in now we are not in the presence of the Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم how do we lower our voices in front of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم سورة الحجرات is another amazing surah so, inshallah, sometime we will uh, dedicate one halaqa to study Surah Al-Hajarat. Raise hands if you want that. Okay, now I'm, I'm going to pick a teacher. Don't say no. Whoever I pick, they will I should have do their homework and teach Surah Al-Hajarat to the rest of us. Can I do that? No? You should listen to elders. <laughs> And that, guy, that person just came and sa sat in the back. No, 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 don't hide there. <laughs> or the brother who is sitting on the chair in the very back. So the pick is Zain. Surah Al-Hujarat. So that Okay, the question was, how do we lower our voice and show respect even in our talking in front of the Messenger when he's not present now? How do we practice that ayah now? In the time of the Prophet, the Sahaba, they were required to lower their voice and speak with respect and humbleness and humility and not even raise their voices and speak loud, even say his name loudly. But now, how can we do that? Yes, tell Louder. Excellent. To follow the hadith. Lower our voice means lower our choices. Put our choices, put our desires, put our wishes under the wishes and the desire, the teachings of the Prophet. That is one great meaning. Another one. How do we lower our voices in front of the Prophet? Now, say his name respectfully. Don't scream out his name like you're screaming to one another. Number three. As soon as you hear and say his name, say, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So these are the three main understandings. Number one, follow his sunnah. Number two, say his name with respect. Number three, 
say sallallahu alaihi wasallam after you say or hear his name so those who who lower their voices allah says imtahanallahu qulubahum litaqwa allah has purified their hearts for tawhid for islam for the kalimatu tawhid la ilaha illallah muhammad rasul so in this ayah taqwa means the purification the ikhlas of the heart <coughs> Whoever shows respect to the sha'ir, to the symbols of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that is a sign of the taqwa of the heart. What are the symbols of Allah? Whoever shows respect to the symbols, the marks. Uh, Quran is, a, is the sha'ir of Allah. Huh? Louder, louder. As Safa wal Marwa, yes, that's min Sha'irillah, exactly. And many the, the the masjid, the elders, the teachers, the all of these things that we are supposed to show respect and, and, and honor that as Sha'irullah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And showing respect and adab and manners in front of all of that is a sign of the taqwa of the hearts. And all it also taqwa can come in the meaning of ibadah. Obedience of Allah. إِذْ قَالَ لَهُمْ أَخُوهُمْ نُوحٌ أَلَا تَتَّقُونَ In Surah Shu'ara, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, when Nuh talking to his people said, why don't you obey? Why don't you follow? Why don't you have the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? It can also mean al-khashya, fear. A fear that comes through love and respect and honor and awe of Allah. So this Shaykh was asked, give me a, a wasiyah. What is wasiyah? Awsini. Huh? When an Arabic I say awsini, what does it mean? Izan, awsini. No? Anas will tell us, awsini. Advise me. Give me an advice. Give me a piece of advice. So the, the sheikh, the student asks his, student, his teacher, give me an advice. And this also is, is a, a very closely related to the topic, the title of our night. And the sheikh says, I, I will advise you with what Allah has advised us and the whole humanity, which is the ayah in Surah Al-Nisa um, uh, 131, وَلَقَدْ وَسَّيْنَا الَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْكِتَابَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ وَإِيَّاكُمْ أَنْ إِتَّقُوا اللَّهِ Allah says, I have, I strongly advise you, instruct you, teach you, and those people before you to have taqwa of Allah, to be, have fear of Allah, to protect and shield yourself from disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not, not to be neglectful and heedless of Allah. And bring all those four meanings of Ali Tanahu into this, this uh, definition. To always have fear of Allah. To practice the deen of Allah uh, through the Quran and the Sunnah of the Messenger. Be satisfied with what little Allah has given us. Right? And to be prepared for the day of... What was that word? Okay, now um, there are some other technical definitions. I will not go into that. I will uh, mention a few ayat. What is the last and final ayah revealed in the Quran? Brother Omar, tell me about time. Okay. 
What is the last and final? This, a lot of you should know this. The final ayah revealed in the Quran. After which not a single word came back, came down. Huh? Okay, Abdullah, he said, A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Rajeem, Bismillah Rahman Rahim. Say it in a, in a voice that wakes up all. Excellent. Which number is this and which surah? Not Abdullah, someone else. Still, still sleeping. Huh? Surah Al-Baqarah ayah? 281. But why is it not the last ayah in the book? We said this is the last ayah revealed, but it's right in the... Not even in the middle of the Quran. It's, it's in the almost in the beginning of the Quran. Why? Isn't it the last ayah? Ayman, why is it not the last one in the Quran? Why is one nas the last ayah? Min al-jinnati, one nas. Now, Quran was not revealed as it is now. It was revealed in portions, ayat and surahs in different occasions, and then the messenger, sallallahu was instructed where to put each ayah in different ayahs in different surahs. Does that make his task easy or hard? Extremely hard. For you to remember, it's not given to you in a written form, right? Quran was not revealed in a written form. It was revealed in a speech, and then you are supposed to put each ayah in surah in different places. After this surah, after this ayah, in the middle of this, this surah, in the beginning of this surah, in the end of this surah, it's a very, very gigantic task. And that's why... It was revealed in portions. How long did it take for the Quran to complete? Huh? About 23 years. How many years before Hijrah and how many years after Hijrah? Before the day of migration? 13 years. After that, what is the Quran revealed before migration called? Makkan Quran. And the one, the, all the ayat and surahs revealed after the day of migration is called? How about if it was revealed in Makkah after the day of Hijrah? Is it still Madani Surah? It was revealed in Makkah around Haram or on the day of Hajj. The Prophet ﷺ performed Hajj towards the very end of his life. Those Surahs are still called Madani. So the, 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 the point of Hijrah, the day of Hijrah, is the criteria. Before that is Makkan Surahs and after that is Madani Surahs. Why did I go all the way there? Ah, what taqu? So that ayah says an amazing ayah. 281 of Surah Al-Baqarah. Remember this. I say if you can remember this thing from this halaqa, you have Now I'm telling you one more thing. If you can remember this ayah, that means you have done a lot in this halaqa. Repeat, وَاتَّقُوا يَوْمًا تُرْجَعُونَ فِيهِ إِلَى اللَّهِ ثُمَّ تُوَفَّى كُلُّ نَفْسٍ مَا كَسَبَتْ وَهُمْ لَا يُظْلَمُونَ 
have fear of that day. In this ayah, it means fear. Protect yourself, shield yourself. Right now, prepare yourself with istidad. Prepare yourself for that day. That day is not easy, Miraj. Is it? How long is that day, Mustafa? Huh? Ali, how long is the day of judgment? Zishan. Huh? 50,000 years. Okay. Brother Omar, I'm going to keep these guys un sitting like this until 4 o'clock, until Suhoor. Is that okay? Huh? Can you stay literally? Let me tell you. What is the time? 1 o'clock, right? If I tell you here and the sisters upstairs, until 5 you cannot move. Just sit wherever you are. Can you do that? Huh? Okay, if I tell you 24 hours. No. Right? How, okay, the day of judgment, you are standing. No sitting. No laying down. You can do, you cannot even, you know, take, you cannot recline, you cannot lean, you, nothing, there is nothing to lean. Many brothers here and sisters upstairs, they are leaning to the walls. And the day of judgment is just standing like this for how long? 50. What is the ayah? The ayah says that uh, that day is 50,000 years. Wattaku. But you can be happy in that day. You can be safe in that day. You can be protected in that day. Now is the time. Now this short life, in, re in return for this short life, you can be happy that day. So that day is not miserable for everyone. W give me an ayah in the Quran that says that I, that day is not miserable, not, not difficult for everyone. وَهُمْ مِنْ فَزَعِينَ Abdullahi, وَهُمْ مِنْ Aminun. The people of Taqwa, inshallah, this youth halaqa of Medina. If you don't have a hoodie, you are not Medina halaqa. <laughs> Brother Omar, give them the hoodie so the day of judgment they can recognize each other. Zain, do you have enough hoodies for all? Any sale on the hoodies? Business, right? <laughs> okay. So, وَتَّقُوا يَوْمًا That day is not miserable for all. وَهُمْ مِنْ فَزَعِينَ يَوْمَئِذٍ آمِنُونَ And the people of taqwa will be protected. آمِنُونَ They will be in aman and, and they will be in safety that day. Now, Surah Maryam. وَإِمْ مِنْكُمْ Abdullahi, help me. Who can help me? Duhfaz. وَإِمْ مِنْكُمْ إِلَّا Wariduha. Kan ala Rabbika. Hadmam. The next ayah. Huh? Oh, this is very powerful. Brother Omar is going to say it. It's pull, uh, the, the ayah of taqwa. Say the two ayahs. Surah Maryam. Okay, this is Maryam 71 and 72. If you have your app, go to it. It's, it's very powerful. There is no one of you except 
crossing what? Wariduha. You will be crossing hellfire. Every single one of us will cross hellfire. Over what? Over Surat. And that's ayah 71 of what? Are we ready for that? Some people will be like lightning. They would not even realize it. Before they know it, they are already in Jannah. Some people will be running. Some people will be walking. Some people will be crawling. And some people will try, but they will fall. This is absolutely happening. Allah has made it something compulsory on him for every person to cross that. But the next ayah is, after that, Nunajji, we, Allah says, we will save Nijat. We will save Alladina Taqaw. Again, the topic of Taqwa, have fear of Allah, follow the, follow the instructions and the teachings of Allah, obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, know Allah in your secrets and open and public in all times, and the day of judgment and the Sirat, Allah will save you. The people of Taqwa, specifically, when they shielded themselves of all the wrongdoings in this dunya, they will be protected. And ظالمين, wrongdoers, those who did not pay attention, they just spent their life as they wished and they desired and they liked, the, they will be left inside the fire. Jithiya. What is Jithiya? When you sit on your knees, huh? crouching. That is very, very, very difficult. The people of taqwa will be uh, protected and those who are dhalim, wrong, they will be thrown into it. <coughs> a, a, a couple of ayahs about taqwa. Oh, what taqwa yawman? The, taq the ayah of taqwa, the last ayah revealed in the Quran, which Allah tells us, all this Quran, how many pages is Quran? An average. Madani print, 600. Four. And how many surahs? 114. How many ayahs? Over 6,000. Right? So Allah says the summary of the whole entire Quran is one line. That, that ayah is exactly one line and one word. So Allah is telling us the whole entire, the entire, the summary of the entire Quran is this ayah. Wattaku, prepare for that day. Remember that day. Shield yourself from that day. Yawman turja'una. Can I recite this ayah as tarji'una? No? The same word. Tarajim ain waw noon. I didn't add a word, I didn't remove a word, a letter. Same letters. Tarajim ain waw noon. Arabic. Learners, read, learn Arabic with Ustaz Hamza and others. Classic Arabic will, will let you know why this is turja'una and not tarji'una. What does it mean? Oh, I said it there. Tarji'una means when you will return. I didn't say will be returned. Will you return? That means willingly, happily. You wanted to come. Turja'una, you will be brought whether you like it or not. 
whether you and a lot of us will never want to go there. In Surat al Surat al Surat Yasin, man baathana min marqadina hada. A lot of us will be crying. Who wake me up from my sleep? I was in my grave after a long, long journey and punishment and adab qabr. Now I had a, some. I was relaxed a little bit. Who, who woke me up into this difficult day? The sun is how how far above our head? Huh? What? One mile. One mile. And how how far is the sun now, Samir? Huh? How many? Million or billion? Is it ba, B or M? Google, Google, Google now. <laughs> 93, even if it is million miles away, and that comes to one mile above your head, and people will be, uh, will be drowned into their own, their own stinky sweat. You don't want to be in that situation. And the people, young people like you, insha'Allah, Ya Allah, make us all of those who are given shade under the shade of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, give all these young people here and upstairs, our sisters, a special shade under this arsh, the throne of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And those people will be called by name from among billions and billions of people to be shaded and placed in their special place that Allah has promised them. And because of their, uh, you know, uh, taqwa and remembering that day. Turja'una, you will be brought to that day. Fihi ilallah. And you will be brought to nobody else. You are not brought to any judge or any prosecutor or any police officer or any teacher or principal or anyone else. You are brought to who? Ilallah. To Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now this is a good news for the people of taqwa. What taqwa, the first word. And it is a very grave, serious warning for those who are otherwise. Why? Ilallah, just this word. is a good news for inshallah, inshallah all of us. How? That we are certain Allah will be my judge. And if I have done my best in this dunya, Nothing will be lost. And I will not be done any wrong. And no unfair and unjust, uh, uh, will be, injustice will be done in my case. Turja'una fihi ilallah. Thumma, and after that, after all people are brought, tuwaffa kullu nafsin. Every single person individually will be given tuwaffa fully, completely. For their their rewards, good or bad, right right or wrong, will be given fully. To mean when you give something, the complete full reward or uh, return and compensation of something. Kullu nafsin, each and every single person will be given their rewards. kullu nafsin ma kasabat, everything that they have, they have, no kasabat doesn't mean done. They have earned, which means here in this dunya, tonight and tomorrow and every moment of our life, we are earning for ourselves. Whether either we are earning good or otherwise. 
It's up to us. It's in our own hands. Ma kasabat wahum la yudlamun. And there will be done no wrong, no injustice. That's the conclusion of the Quran. The last ayah revealed in the Quran of the taqwa being the main um, uh, theme, the main topic in this ayah. وَاتَّقُوا يَوْمًا تُرْجَعُونَ فِيهِ إِلَى اللَّهِ The whole uh, struggle of this life comes to preparing, getting ready. الْإِسْتِعْدَادُ لِيَوْمِ الرَّحِيلِ Who said that? Ali رَضِي اللَّهُ Definition of taqwa. I'm repeating one more time. And if I'm wrong, Brother Muhammad just came in, he can correct me. Okay? Uh. Hasib, tell me the first part of that definition. Nashraf, no, 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 don't look at your notes, phone. You didn't remember? Al Khawfu min al Jalil. Wal Amalu bil Tanzil. Wal Ridwa bil Khalil. Wal Istiadadu liyaw min Rahil. Now, after this halaqa, are we ready for Yom min Rahil? No one is ready for Yom al-Rahil? What is Yom al-Rahil? Siraj. The day of? Coach ki mi kunyazi dunya, coach mi kunyazi dunya. Who understood that? Omar understood it. I said it to enforce you to him, so can he remember it? The day of coach. The day, so when you see Siraj again, Tell him, did you coach already? Okay, Co the day of Rahil, the day of journey, the day of departure. Ali Yotaranho very, very eloquently explained this. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the shield, the protection, the taqwa that he deserves. In true meaning of taqwa of Allah, being in true awe and true. Uh, fear and khashya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increase us in taqwa because this month of uh, month of Ramadan the whole purpose of this whole one month training is what? la'allakum tattaqun this whole month of Ramadan the fasting has been prescribed so that we can increase in taqwa in being conscious aware of Allah so that we can shield and protect ourselves from disobedience subhanakallahum wa bihamdik نشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت نستغفرك ونتوب إليك وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلق محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين